welcome to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Rin. And I'm Zach. And today is potentially the last of our Writing Fundamentals series. We'll see if we come up with any more ideas. And as always, let us know what you want to hear in our Writing Fundamentals series by emailing us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. But today we're talking about elevator pitches and bios. And in our last set of episodes, we talked a lot about elevator pitches and bios. But we didn't go into how to craft one, so that's what we're doing today. Yeah, so let's talk about what these are. So the etymology of an elevator pitch is this idea that you have walked into a into an elevator with somebody who is interested in you or your book, and you have until you get to the floor that you're trying to get to to explain. So that's what an, an elevator pitch is. An author bio is a short little piece of text that describes who you are as a writer to agents, to readers, could be anybody. So that's what those are. Author bios oftentimes end up in your publications at the very end. If you, you know, if you like hardcover books, you've probably found those on the inside back cover of the, um, of the books that you like to read. Um, whereas elevator pictures are helpful to draw readers in and can form the foundation of a query letter, particularly the, the, the top part of the query letter. Yes, like that first paragraph where you're like, here's my book idea and here's why it's cool. Yep. Let's talk about how to write an author bio first. Uh, first thing you should put in your bio generally is credentials and then you put like humanizing stuff at the end because you could be all standoffish and be like, I've written 18 novels and I run eight podcasts and I do blah 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 and have no humanizing stuff but the humanizing stuff is what makes it fun yeah so Zach has his author bio example and I can pull mine up yeah so uh, this is how my author bio reads this is what is attached to uh, the end of my you know the end of my short story publications it's at the end of my newsletter that's what I use this for so it says D.C. Winters is a fantasy and science fiction author from the Pacific Northwest. So the first sentence, who I am, you know, that's my, my pen name, and then what I do. He is the co-host of the weekly writing podcast, Quid Pros Quo, and has published work in Crash Test Magazine. There are the credentials, right? Where I've been published, what I've published, and kind of what I'm working on. Here comes the humanizing bit. He currently lives in Utah with his wife while pursuing an education in astrophysics. So that's kind of what distinguishes me from most other authors, since I only know of like two who are astrophysicists. Um, then there's a call to action at the bottom. For more information, for more information on his work and current projects, check out Linktree slash DC Winters or DCWinters.com. So having a call to action at the very end of your bio is a good way of inviting people to follow you on social media, sign up for your newsletter, buy another book. That's what a call to action is. And the call to action, I would say, is a really important part because I didn't mention that in the breakdown of, mm -hmm. the, of the bio before you read yours, but definitely include a call to action. Um, my bio is a little bit more whimsical. I wrote this for the back of All Hail the Queen of Hearts. Um... So mine reads, C.K. Jensen is usually found reading or writing a book if they're not busy embroidering another denim jacket. In addition to writing, C.K. is a university student studying biology with hopes to one day help the environment. While writing All Hail the Queen of Hearts, C.K. believes six impossible things before breakfast every morning. You can follow them on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at C.K. Jensen Author to stay updated on their latest projects and new releases. 
So when I first wrote this book, I didn't have a lot of writing credentials. This was my first book. I didn't have the podcast I've been writing yet. Um, I have I had one short story published, but I don't. I I do own the rights to the story, but I don't own the publication. Like, yeah, I submitted to an anthology, so I don't make any money from that. So, Mm -hmm. if you want to read that short story, you can check it out on my website, ckjensenauthor.com. But you see, I have the slim writing credentials I do have. I have humanizing parts, and I have a call to action at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and again, both of our call to actions are super duper simple. It's go to this other place to follow or go to this other place to to find out more. Yeah. So that's kind of what you're looking for for an author bi- an author bio. Who you are, your credentials, some sort of humanizing element and then a call to action. Yeah. There you go. That's an author bio. Stick it at the end of your query letter, you're all set. Excellent. Next we're going to talk about how to write an elevator pitch and there's a couple strategies for doing this. First, you can use comp titles, which we've talked about on the show before. But if you're new to the show or you're new to writing, and as this is Writing Fundamentals, we expect you to be new to it. So no shame. We are so happy you're here. Uh, a comp title is a comparison title, and it's just like, here's like what would happen. Book A met book B, or like video game A met book B. Like, mashup of two creative titles. Sometimes it can even be three. Um, so... Rin has an example of what this looks like from um, a pitch that they used for the farmer's market selling All Hail the Queen of Hearts. Do you want to go ahead and give that for us? Yeah, I would I would augment that real quick. It's not using comp titles. Mm-hmm. I, I never queried Queen of Hearts. I don't really have comp titles. I would say, if I had to think of them on the spot, I would say it's Marissa Meyer's Heartless meets... What's a good... I can't think of one. <laughs> Comp titles are really hard. Um, Especially relevant, or not relevant, but recent comp yeah, titles are exactly. really tricky. I would use Heartless because it's like a Queen of Hearts origin story, and that's not exactly what all hope the Queen of Hearts is. But anyways, my pitch to the farmer's market is more like this other strategy we have in the notes where we describe the hook of the book, and you have like the main character, the inciting incident, and the big problem. So when I'm pitching All Hail the Queen of Hearts to a potential buyer at the farmer's market, I say, this is a twisted Alice in Wonderland fairy tale where Alice is the Queen of Hearts and she's obsessed with seeing Young Forever. If you like Alice in Wonderland or the Mad Hatter, it's perfect for you. Everyone loves my Mad Hatter. If you like Peter Pan and Evelyn, they're in there too. It's only, it's a really fun read. Everyone who's read it has told me they loved it. It's only $10. I would love for you to check it out. So in that we have... The main character, the inciting incident, the big problem. Alice is the queen of hearts, and she wants to stay young forever. And then I have some fun tidbits from the book. Like, if you like Alice Wonderland or the Mad Hatter, it's perfect for you. Because, like, some people are, like, weirdly obsessed with the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Like, one time I had someone come to me, I saw dresses the Mad Hatter, because it was, like, the Halloween farmer's market. And mm-hmm. I had, like, two or three people come in as Alice Wonderland characters. And I was like, <laughs> well, you should buy my book. You, you're obviously my target audience. But you'll notice, again, I had the call to action at the end. It's only $10. You should check it out. Right. So other examples of, uh, like, a... So let's talk about an elevator pitch with comp titles. If I was uh, doing an elevator pitch for the Black Crescent to a reader, I would say it's Romeo and Juliet meets Ender's Game with zombies. So if you like drama, if you're interested in... um, If you're interested in, like dystopian science fiction 
um, YA kind of thing, this book is for you. Um, it's not Hunger Games, but yeah. if you like the Hunger Games, you'll probably like this as well, but it's not Battle Royale. A comp title example strategy I can give is the one I just started working on. It's a gender-fluid Cinderella story meets Housen Castle. Mm-hmm. So I, saw, I also call my gender-fluid Ghibli Cinderella. Um, and from that, you get like, oh, it's a classic story. We all know the story of Cinderella. It's like one of the most pervasive fairy tales across all cultures. It's a Studio Ghibli vibe, and mm-hmm. who doesn't love Studio Ghibli? And then it's gender fluid because I specialize in queer fairy tales. I would say that when you're looking at an elevator pitch, pick what's going to work best for you. If it's going to be easiest for you to use comp titles, you're going to pick out a comp title. If it's easier for you to go for um, describing the hook, um, when you're doing that, you want to make sure that you identify the main character and then the action that they take. You don't want to say, here's the main character and this is what happens to them. Because mm-hmm. you want the main character to be active inside of your elevator pitch. So if I was doing an eleva- a bad elevator pitch for, um, for example, for the original Star Wars movie, I would say something along the lines of, uh, you know, a boy in the desert finds himself wrapped up in an intergalactic rebellion against an evil, an evil empire, mm-hmm. right? But... In that pitch, Luke isn't doing anything, right? He is the object of the sentence. A better elevator pitch would say um, a desert farm boy leaves his home in order to become the hero of a rebellion against an intergalactic empire. So... Now, all of a sudden, Luke is active and interesting, and you want to learn more about him, and you are interested in thinking and learning more about his story. So, don't use passive voice. Active characters with wants and desires are always better. Thank you so much for tuning in to Quid Pros Quo. Quid Pros Quo is hosted by DC Winters and C.K. Jensen. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.